You're listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle of Gary Cottle Ministries on today's edition. God gave them room to prosper that they had room to prosper. It was God's design that they dig wells that others would take over. Let me say that again. It was God's design that they dig wells that others would take over. That was a divine design, and here's why. The true price of prosperity is investing in others before you're successful. It's the model that God gives us even on the cross. God's ways don't usually make sense to us. They seem backward from how we would typically do things. You can see this when you look at God's design for human prosperity. In today's message, Pastor Gary shares that God wants you to prosper, but His plan is for you to help others before receiving your own reward. You'll learn that this is modeled for you on the cross. First, Jesus gave everything so that we could receive the spiritual benefit. Then He was glorified at the right hand of God. Now, here's Pastor Gary in the book of Genesis, chapter 26, as he continues his message, God's Pathway to True Prosperity. I want to tell you what, when God hit my family with the gospel, things picked up at the Caudill House. Amen. I I remember the poverty that we was in. I remember how my father used to waste his money away on drinking and partying and living it up. Uh, But something happened when daddy came home from work one day uh, under Holy Ghost conviction uh, and the God of heaven arrested his soul uh, and he began to take his family to church uh, and all of a sudden uh, when God saved him, he changed his desires. Amen. Uh, And he didn't want to spend his money on the things he used to spend his money on. Uh, And so he started spending more of his money on taking his family to church and, and buying his kids the clothes they needed and that kind of thing. And I'm telling you, the blessings of God begin to show up at the Caudill House because the gospel reversed the curse of sin and its effect. And I'm telling you, if you want real prosperity, you'll find it at the foot of the cross this morning. I'm telling you, God changed the trajectory of my family tree. I am here today only because of the grace of God and because somebody that left a legacy of faith for me to follow in. Amen. There was a pattern set, and it's found in a covenant relationship with God Almighty. Did you know that when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you enter into a covenant with God? And did you know that that covenant is not based upon your performance, but it's based on the performance that Christ already did on the cross of Calvary? You see, when God made a covenant with Abraham, he put Abraham to sleep. How in the world are you going to give Abraham any credit for his part of the deal? He was asleep. Amen. He, there was no way that he had contribute to that covenant. God made an eternal covenant with himself that because Abraham believed God, that God would bless Abraham. And it wasn't based on Abraham's performance. It was based on God's promise. Isn't that a picture of grace? I'm glad to tell you today that I'm blessed beyond measure, not because I'm talented, not because I'm smart, but not because I'm a goody two-shoe. I'm blessed and favored because of the grace of God that's been bestowed in my life today and you can experience the same blessings in your life. I'm telling you, God is good and God is great and He wants to bless you and He has left a pattern for us. He has given us some clues and some hints 
in our past legacy of faith. Uh, I, I like the, the perpetual progression in our text. Uh, uh, Abraham left a pattern. Isaac followed the pattern. Then verse 19, his servants followed the pattern of Isaac. Do you, see, do you begin to see uh, that because uh, Isaac followed in his daddy's footsteps, then his servants followed in Isaac's footsteps. Uh, they saw Isaac digging wells. Uh, and they said, I think if Isaac can dig a well, maybe I can dig a well for myself too. Amen. Uh, and I'm telling you, mom and dad, if you'll get a hold of God uh, and watch God bless your life, you'll set a pattern in your life uh, that your children one day sooner or later, they'll know where home is. Uh, they'll know where the blessings are. Uh, and one day when they're crying themselves to sleep in the midnight hour, the seeds of God's word have been sown and they'll know who to pray to and they'll know who to call because you left a legacy for them. I don't know about you, but I want this generation to know that real, real prosperity is found at the foot of the cross and through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Proverbs 22 and verse 28 says, Remove not the ancient landmarks which thy fathers have set. Let me tell it to you this way. They're called landmarks for a reason. The landmarks that our fathers left for us, uh, uh, that is the past speaking to the present about the way to progress. There's a reason uh, that they set up memorials uh, so that we, uh, the future generation, can look back uh, and I thank God that a lot of them put our history etched in stone so it wouldn't be very easy for those to go in and come behind us and erase us of our history. Amen. And by the way, they're trying to do that today. They're trying to erase our history. They're trying to erase our legacy. They're trying to, dis they're trying to disenfranchise us from the blessings that came down through sacrifice and through blood and sweat and tears of our forefathers that paved the way for us and and left landmarks so that we could find our way through to our prosperity in this generation. But God, give us some people that'll say, not on my watch. Amen. I'm going to teach my children the price that went into this legacy. And I'm going to be willing to pay the price. And I'm going to set up more memorials for the next generation. And God forbid that we allow people to rob us of our rich spiritual heritage today. I'm preaching to America. Are you hearing me today, America? The communist regime of the world today wants us to forget where we came from, wants to rewrite our history books and make us believe that we don't have anything to be proud of in the past. But the devil is a liar. I've done read some of the history books. Amen. I know what our founding fathers had with a true and living God. And they left landmark after landmark after landmark pointing us to the God of our the God our creator pointing us to the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob and I don't care what you read in your modern history books today they're lying to you we have a goodly heritage and it's about time we quit apologizing for it and we start thanking God for what he passed down to us amen and quit being embarrassed about our legacy I'm talking about a heritage that we can be proud of not a uh, not in the sense of the kind of pride that's sin, but something you can be thankful for. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Amen. Uh, but we have a legacy. And you can't trust a lot of your modern history books today. And I'm still in the Bible this morning, by the way. I, I'm, I'm right here 
where God's people had a chance uh, uh, to either continue in the footsteps of their forefathers uh, so that they could continue in the blessings that were laid out for them or they could part ways. Uh, And much of the trouble that America is in today is because they have decided to walk away from the gods of our forefathers. They have decided to pave their own path to their own idea of what prosperity is. And newsflash, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. It's time that we repent. It's time that we beg God for forgiveness and bring us back to the place that we used to be. Amen. It's time that we put prayer back in schools. It's time that we put Bibles back in school. It's time that we quit apologizing for putting our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ because He is the only one that can bless us as a nation today. Oh, my heart is heavy for our country right now. May God help us to turn our hearts back to Him and find that pattern that those men of God laid before us in days gone by. Amen. Now, let me say this. The pattern was given, but not the prosperity itself. The pattern was given. Because if you don't have the the principles of prosperity in your soul, and if you don't appropriate your faith in the right place and in the right person, a.k.a. Jesus, (laughs) amen, then you may call it prosperity, but it's on shifting sand. It's just temporary. Amen. And uh, if you don't have those principles... You can give a billion dollars to somebody that's broke today. And because they don't understand the cost of prosperity, in about a year time, they done blowed it all. And you will think, under God, how can you blow a billion dollars? But I promise you, if you don't understand prosperity, you can do it. And you can do it quicker than you think. Amen. Because you don't value or understand the cost that's associated with with prosperity that God wants to bless you with. So number one, we see the pattern. But number two, I want to talk about the, the price for just a minute. Look at verses 20 and verse 21. Uh, and the herdmen of Gerard did strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. My goodness. And he called the name of the well Esau. They strove with them, and they digged another well and strove for that also. You see the fighting and the quarreling, and, and he called the name of it Sitna. You see here then uh, that patterns are costly, and patterns are in high demand. Patterns are costly and in high demand. Let, let, me, let me put it to you this way. Uh, you know what the average American today that just graduated from a secular college would have done in this condition, they would have stayed and fought over those wells. They would have. Well, that's my well. Amen. And many of us would have done the same thing. That's my well. I, I pour my blood and tears into it. I'm the one who did all the work. Why should you benefit from what I dug? And, and, and we would fight over it. We would strive over it. And we would act like our life will come to an end because somebody else took what we did. But one who is truly prospered by God understands that if you did it once, you can do it again. 
that prosperity is not isolated to a singular action of your past, but a perpetual blessing of the presence of God in your life so that no, no matter what comes your way, you can overcome it and you can do it again and God can bless you again. Amen. Quit crying over yesterday's wells that somebody else took from you and rejoice in the God of heaven who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you ask or think and can enable you to pay another price. Amen. And enable you to have the strength to move on to the next valley. Move on to the next well. Dig again. Praise God. Don't quit. Don't strive. Amen. In fact, I see a principle here. Notice that it wasn't until God gave them room to prosper that they had room to prosper. It was God's design that they dig wells that others would take over. Let me say that again. It was God's design that they dig wells that others would take over. That was a divine design, and here's why. The true price of prosperity is investing in others before you're successful. It's the model that God gave us even on the cross. God paid the price so that we could be blessed. Jesus came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and give his life a ransom for many. And aren't you thankful for the great example of our Lord uh, who didn't whine and complain when his father said, boy, I got an assignment before and it's going to be the toughest thing uh, that you'll ever have to do uh, in all of your eternal existence, but I need you to do it. He didn't whine and complain and cry and bellyache. Uh, he said, yes, sir. And he stood up and he went to the cross uh, and he paid the price for you and I because he understood uh, that if I'm going to be blessed, he's going to have to take the curse. He's going to have to pay the price and you need to understand something. If this generation, if this next generation is going to be blessed, you're going to have to pay a price. Amen. You're going to have to do some sacrificing. You're going to have to do some giving. You're going to have, they got it out on the sign out here. G, a joy, J O I, Jesus first, others second, yourself last. Amen. And as long as we put ourselves first, the blessings will dry up and we'll live in a sin cursed world, the likes of which you've never experienced before. Amen. It's an interesting concept uh, but the bible is uh, th throughout the old and new testament gives it to us uh, that we must pay the price uh, of investing notice in our text that no one showed up for the shovel but everyone showed up for the water isn't that just how it is nobody wants to do the work but everybody wants the benefits of it amen and that's what communism is and they tell you now listen to me they tell you that the rich need to be punished. So we're going to rob from the rich and give it to you. And everybody celebrates because most people ain't rich. Say, oh, yeah, I want some of that rich man money. Not knowing that they're violating a principle of God Almighty and it's not going to work. Because here's what the politicians are not telling you. They're not robbing all from the rich and giving all to you. They're robbing from the rich, keeping most of it, and then giving you the crumbs. Socialism and communism violate the principles of true biblical prosperity. Amen. I tell you what, you just, government, you leave me alone and give me the freedoms that the Constitution affords me. Let me serve my God. Let me build my business and let me give as God lays on my heart and God will bless me. I don't need your blessings to keep me going. Can I get an amen? That's where we need to be at today. That's exactly right. This world needs to hear this. We're in a mess. Amen. And, and, and I'd be weary of any politician that shows up on your doorstep and says, hello, I'm here to help. Amen. 
Uh, Ronald Reagan uh, warned us of that. Amen. And nothing can be, and there's nothing quite so permanent as a temporary solution the government offers. Amen. Listen, we got it all backwards. Our blessings don't come from Washington. Our blessings don't come from a regime change in the Middle East. Our blessings come from God Almighty and Him alone. Amen. And we better get back to the God of the Bible. But there's a price to be paid. We're going to have to be willing to sacrifice. Have you ever had God put you in a place where you thought this is it? This is my chance to make my mark in life, and buddy, it's going to be good, and everything's going to go just right, and then all hell breaks loose, and it seems like everything you do, somebody else is benefiting but you. It seems like you're the only one that's not benefiting, but everybody else is being blessed. Amen, and you think to yourself, it ain't supposed to be this way. Amen, but has it ever occurred to you that God may be putting you through your season of investing years? That it's not time to reap a harvest yet. Right now you need to sow. Right now you need to give. Right now you need to serve. And God's going to give you the blessings at the bottom of the barrel. You may not always have abundance, but there's always enough to get by. Amen. But if you'll keep investing, if you'll keep living and breathing and giving, if you'll keep being faithful to God no matter what comes your way, amen, the herdman may come and take your well from you, but God will give you the strength to go get dig another well. If you'll just be faithful, one day, sooner or later, God's blessings will start to manifest in your life as well but you got to pay the price and that's one of the problems of today everybody wants a paycheck but nobody wants to show up for work can I get an amen (laughs) amen put your time in honey put your time in it's honorable to go to work the Bible says there's honor in work read your Bible God created work Uh, amen not for it to be make you miserable but 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 by your work that he could bless you Amen. If you'll keep your attitude right and do it with an excellent spirit, God can turn any bad work situation into a blessing from heaven if you have the right attitude. And look at this. Uh, Isaac didn't get bitter. He didn't get angry. He didn't start a war with, war with these Herman of Gerard. He said, you know what, fellas? Uh, if, y'all want that, if y'all need it so bad, you can have it. I tell you what, uh, y'all just go ahead and bl- uh, be blessed. I'm going to walk over here and I'm going to dig me another well. Amen. Uh, as some fights are not worth fighting. Amen. Sometimes you just got to learn to walk away and let God take care of those that did you wrong. Amen. Uh, Quit fighting over it. Quit losing sleep over it. And know uh, that God can restore all that's lost if you'll have the right spirit and the right attitude. I'm talking about being blessed of God. Amen. When you're really blessed of God, can't nobody curse you. When you're really blessed of God, can't nobody take your blessing away from you. Amen. Uh, Do you remember uh, when Joseph was found in prison uh, because he did what was right? Amen. Uh, Do you remember? his brothers took his coat of many colors away from him and I like what one preacher said about that he said they took his coat but they couldn't take his character amen and I'm telling you you may take some of the stuff that's in my hand but there's no way under God's green earth I'm going to let you take what God's put in my heart he's been too good to me I can't whine and I can't complain I have to give him praise and honor and glory because he's been too good to me and you hey listen this government might do me wrong they might take everything I got listen to me retirees uh, this government may make uh, policies that cause you to lose every dime you worked your whole life uh, to build up amen uh, but hear me well uh, that is not the end of your blessing because your blessing starts and ends with God Almighty you trust God and he'll take care of you no matter what this crazy world's doing to us right now I'm talking about when God blesses you you can't be cursed <laughs> amen uh, how many of you interested in that kind of blessing hello hallelujah I might preach a minute 
y'all just tear me loose, amen. Help me, Lord. There's a price to be paid, though. Now, let me put it to you this when I move to the last point. You can either strive or you can thrive. It's your choice. Amen. Because <laughs> uh, I can be blessed with or without your cooperation or approval. Amen. I was blessed before you showed up, and I'll be blessed after you're gone. Hopefully you don't leave. Amen. That's right. Listen, amen. I'm thankful that I, I've been blessed in every situation that I've ever come across in my life. Oh, I know it looked rough on the outside. And I know there's, we've been through many dangers, toils and snares. And, and Amy can stand up here and testify with you that the road's uh, seldom been easy. It's been mainly difficult. It's been mainly challenging. There's been many times... We were left with ashes in our hands, tears in our eyes, and sorrow in our hearts, not knowing the why, but trusting the who. But can I tell you something? In the midst of it all, we're still blessed. Amen. Uh, we've survived. Amen. We've survived and we're still here. Probably should have lost our minds a long time ago. Probably should have quit ministry a long time ago. But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, God's blessed us and we have survived even the herdman that's come into our lives and robbed from us that we probably should have benefited from ourselves but didn't. But I'm telling you, it's not over yet. Amen. Uh, oh, glory to God. You can strive or you can thrive. You can take or you can contribute. Listen to me. Uh, if these herdmen of Gerar were smart and had a little bit of incentive, they could have had the same thing Isaac had. If you'll notice, they wanted Isaac's well that he dug, but they didn't want his skill by which he dug the well. If they were smart... Instead of taking from the people that God was blessing them by, they should have studied them and celebrated them and supported them and figured out how they were getting blessed. And if they dug deep enough and long enough, they would have bumped into the God Jehovah that set it up through Abraham and they would have, his gods would become their God. Amen. Uh, they, uh, they would have learned to worship the God of heaven. Amen. Uh, and let me tell you, the only reason God wants to bless his people, it's not that we can accumulate wealth and so that we can... Uh, toot our whistle, uh, not that we can honk our horn and brag on how good we got it. Uh, uh, God wants to bless his people so that the glory of God is manifested in your life. And God shares his glory with no man. He wants to be good to you for the sole purpose that you might lift up your hands and say it's him. It's Him. It's Him. If you want to know where my blessings come from, it's God Almighty. If you want to know why I'm so blessed, it's God Almighty. If you want to know why I still got a song in my heart when everybody else would have done give up and quit, it's God Almighty. If you want to know why I'm healed today and I'm not in the grave, it's God Almighty. If you want to know where my blessings come from, get to know Jesus Christ for yourself. That's why God wants to bless you. Could it be that God is drying up some of the wells in our churches today and in our lives because we've quit giving Him glory? Could it be that God's drying up the blessings because we've made it about ourselves and not about Him? I just pray that God would help us to get back to the point to where we're careful to make sure that everybody knows that God is the one that blessed us. We sing it all the time, God bless America, and I hope and pray he does. But what about America bless God? Amen. That's right. 
I'm going to do my part. Amen. And I still think there's a remnant in America today that knows. And I'm praying for the remnant's sake. Amen. I'm praying for the remnant's sake. God, don't put that bunch of fools in Washington's actions on my account. They don't represent my heart, my attitude, or my thought process. Amen. I'm praying God will hold them accountable for what they're doing. And God will bless America, not because America deserves it, but because there's some hungry people that are seeking the face of God and, and interceding on behalf of America. And maybe just for the remnant's sake, God will bless America one more time I'm telling you there's hope as long as the remnant's still here amen it only takes the prayer of one man to turn the course of a whole nation you've been listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle if you enjoyed today's message we invite you to subscribe to True North on your favorite podcast app Be sure to share these with your friends and family, too. This could be a great way to start a conversation about Christ and study the Word together. If you have any questions about what you heard today or would like to request prayer, please get in touch with Pastor Gary by emailing contact at garycuddle.com. That's contact at garycuddle.com. True North is a ministry of Gary Cottle Ministries. You can find out more by visiting our website, garycottle.com. Would you like to come worship with Pastor Gary? Simply visit garycottle.com for more details on where he pastors and how you can plan a visit. If you're not in the area, we still encourage you to find a local church body where you can learn from God's Word and spend time with other believers. It will be a place for you to grow in faith, find support, and serve in ways you are uniquely designed to. With that, our time with you has come to a close today. Join Pastor Gary next time for more right here on True North.